This is How Did I Get This Far, a podcast tackling the basic skills and knowledge that we all completely missed learning. Soon enough, you'll stop having to ask yourself, how did I get this far? Scrub Daddy is an amazing household scrubbing tool. He changes texture based on water temperature, firm and cold, and soft and warm. Scrub Daddy stays odor-free and never scratches. And if you thought that smiley face was just for looks, think again. His eyes hold onto your fingers for a 360-degree reach. Available at all major retailers. Hi, everybody. We are going to have some good, clean fun today. We will scrub, sweep, and dust our way through the basics of housekeeping. With us today is the queen of cleaning herself, Vanessa Amaro. Vanessa is a professional housekeeper and the co-owner of the cleaning service, Amaro's Cleaning. She became a viral sensation with over 2 million TikTok followers, sharing basic cleaning knowledge, and she was even featured on the popular talk show, The Doctors. Vanessa, thank you for coming on here and sharing your squeaky clean advice with us. Thank you so much for having me, Amanda. I am so excited to be here. I love clean. I love organizing. Let me correct myself. The only time I like cleaning is when I'm using my Swiffer. I have a good time because I like, pretend I'm singing into it like it's a microphone, but I really do shrug at the idea of house cleaning. So where did your joy for house cleaning come from? Can you inspire us to enjoy it a little more? Yeah, for sure. I think like as a child, um, I shared a room with my sister and my side of the room was always the one that was not messy. And (laughs) I feel like it's always been a part of who I am. But of course, as I grew older, I feel like I got more involved with it. I love researching like basic things like how to do dishes. Well, I used to do that. And you would be surprised that there's a science behind every single thing. And Mm -hmm. I just love learning about the process and all of that. So I guess it's always been a part of me, but it grew as I grew. Amazing. Well, I really hope that by the end of this episode, I am so interested in the science behind how to clean dishes. Uh, So let's start with something a little fun to ease our way. Before we sweep through these questions, we're going to do superlatives. So I'm going to name some superlative phrases and you'll share your stories in association with them. Awesome. First one, most commonly forgotten spot in the house to clean. Oh my goodness, uh, on top of the cabinets. Like you would be surprised mm. what you can find there. I mean, people have forgotten about that spot that even it, that it even exists. I mean, um, I have had clients that haven't cleaned in there since they moved into their house and that's <laughs> been like 15 to 20 years. So you can find just about anything on top of those cabinets. So for sure that, <laughs> yes. That's such a good point. Oh gosh. What about, do you have like a biggest cleaning fail? Like maybe you tried a new method or a new product or something and it just went horribly wrong. Oh my goodness. Yes. So like the, one of the times that I have messed up in a client's house. So she had a wooden seat in her toilet and I always clean toilet seats with bleach because you want to disinfect and all of that good stuff. Right. But this was wood and it was like an older house. Most people don't have wood seats on their like toilet seat on their toilets yeah. anymore because it's just not practical. Yeah. And I, I just had no idea by the feeling of it. I couldn't tell. So I just spray the bleach in there and then I do leave it to disinfect while I go do like something else. And when I came back, the whole seat, like the whole color of the seat was gone. It was like splotchy. There were spots of paint missing I wanted to cry I was sweating cold I of course called her and told her hey you know what like I'll replace it but let me buy you a plastic one please 
Yes. <laughs> and she was like, don't worry about it. I was actually thinking about changing it because it's very outdated. So it was I, meant to happen. I guess so. <laughs> so did you figure out what the cause was? I'm sure, again, it was a science situation. Do you know what the problem was? Is there a material that does not go well with wood? Yeah, bleach. Oh, <laughs> so right. It, yeah, yeah <laughs> it was exactly that. Yeah. So bleach and wood is just not good mixed together. So never put, or at least not straight up bleach on your wood toilet seats, diluted with some water, very diluted, um, but just, yeah, just a no. <laughs> yeah. We're going to go more into how to clean toilets and showers because honestly, before I even launched my podcast, that was one of the questions I couldn't wait to cover. So we're going to get there. I have a couple more of these uh, superlatives first. My next one is your favorite cleaning hack or if not a hack, maybe an at-home remedy. Okay. My favorite cleaning hack might not be what you're thinking, but folding towels like a spa. It's mm. one of my most viral videos on TikTok. I think it got like over, I don't know, over 10 million views. And then all of the other videos I have posted that are about the same folding towels like a spa have always passed, like gone past like the couple million views. And so I just love the touch and like how cute, but how cozy they make your life. So I don't know, folding towels like a spot might be something that is super underrated. It not only looks super cute, but it also saves a bunch of space in your mm. like holder or like cupboard or wherever you're folding your towels. But it's such a space saver and it's just so pretty. So is the trick to roll them instead of just folding them? Is that is that a big part of it? Yeah, that's a big part of it. it there, there is a little more folding that goes into it, but mm, essentially, yes, but essentially, yeah, you're rolling your towels and they just look like little burritos and, and they're, <laughs> they look so cute. And that's actually like how they folded it in a spot in Mexico when I went there. And so I, it just caught my eye. So I asked for another towel and then reversed it. <laughs> and, and so I just kind of learned it. So I love it. Yeah, I love when I see that with um, toilet paper as well. It just adds a nice touch. Totally. All right, last one. Favorite cleaning product brand? Oh, my goodness. Okay, I have to say that Scrub Daddy has been blowing it out of the water for me. I mean, they have my favorite, um, like, products. Like, their sponges are just amazing, crazy. And they're so underrated. I mean, we're so used to that nasty green and yellow sponge that you mm -hmm. see in every single grocery store. But that is what my grandma used to use and probably what your grandma used to use. That is so outdated and it needs to go away. Like, Scrub <laughs> Daddy is a very modern company and like the technology that their sponge has. And if you don't know which one it is, it's like the one that has the smiley face. Uh -huh. It's just completely innovative. And people think like you see it at the grocery store and you're like, oh, well, it's just a smiley face. But it, it like has so much to it. Like it changes, like the texture of the sponge changes once you like turn your water to cold, it becomes a firm sponge. And then if you use hot water, it becomes a soft sponge. You can wash it in the dishwasher. It doesn't hold any smells or odors. Um, it's just overall amazing. So I really have to give it to that scrub daddy. Yeah. 
Amazing. Well, it's funny because one of my first questions for the interview portion, which we can go to now, is about sponges because I know I am still using that nasty yellow and green one. Oh, my God, Amanda. (laughs) (laughs) I just don't know better. I also have the one where it's um, a handle and then you like scrub with it. Yes. I still use that too, but I know that I don't know better. So um, I know you kind of touched on the intention of a scrub daddy sponge, but is there anything else, any other hacks or any other pieces of advice when it comes to sponges? When it comes to sponges is people are not disinfecting their sponges and they're also not changing their sponges as often as you should be. So mm-hmm. like I have had clients that I go like every month and after a couple of times that I've been there, they still have the same sponge. And I'm like, your sponge is now two months old and it has hair, dog hair, maybe <laughs> a little piece of like cheese on the side and it smells. So first of all, disinfecting. Oh <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. It, most people have have a sponge like that in their kitchen hey no shame in your game but I'm trying to help you know so disinfecting your sponges is a huge thing so you can do it either on the dishwasher or on your microwave just let it boil uh, with a little water and just a few drops of soap Um, so disinfecting and also changing sponges often clean anything with a smile and try scrub daddy's texture changing sponges today Scrub Daddy is offering my listeners 10% off orders of $20 or more. Just visit the Smile Shop on ScrubDaddy.com and use coupon code 10 for you. That's the number 10, F-O-R-U. What are some other essential tools for basic house cleaning? Honestly, like you were mentioning, Swiffer Duster is a must in my house. I could not clean a house without a Swiffer Duster. I need it. I must have it. <laughs> and to be honest the second one that I will tell you is Dawn dish soap you can do so much with Dawn dish soap like you have no idea I could probably clean a whole house just with Dawn dish soap no (laughs) other soap just just Dawn (laughs) what is it about Dawn that's is is it multi-functional does it work on different kinds of surfaces safely Well, first of all, like the ingredients that it has, it's ammonia free, which is important because there are some soaps out there that contain ammonia and that is very bad for a lot of different reasons. Mm. But um, Dawn is just very tough on grease, but also very gentle on your hands. And people like one of my most asked questions is, Vanessa, you have such beautiful hands for you to be cleaning three to four houses a day. And one of the only products that I use where I don't wear gloves is with Dawn. And if I don't use Dawn and for some weird reason, like a client has any other type of soap in their house and I forgot mine, my hands will start to peel, literally peel and like ball up. It's horrible. So I like it for cleaning. I like that it's super multi-purpose, but it's also very gentle on me, which I really appreciate. Yes. (laughs) Um, so I'd love to go through kind of those different surfaces. Maybe you used on, probably not. Maybe you used something else, but you can let me know. The first one we'll start off with is stainless steel appliances. So I'm assuming that would be in reference to like a dishwasher wall. I don't know what the word is. Uh, or the door, the door of a dishwasher. I don't know. Um, or a fridge or maybe like your faucet. What is the right product to use for that? Okay, so it's crazy because um, like if you had asked me a a week ago, I would just tell you go buy any 
honestly, I don't see much of a difference from one cleaning supply to the other when it comes to stainless steel. Like they all pretty much are competitive. Like they all do the same thing. There's mm -hmm. a few variables, but not a huge difference. But um, I got this nano towel from Amazon and it was like 14 bucks and you need no cleaning products with it. You just wet it. You just use some water. You use one of the sides to clean it and then you flip it to like the softer side mm -hmm. and then you buff it in and it shines your stainless steel. It's a total game changer for me. It means less money is going to be spent on cleaning products and also less things for me to carry around, less chemicals, just less everything. So I, that's a pretty cool hack that I recently found. Nice. What about countertops? Because those also, I mean, I guess everything is technically needing to be disinfected, but I feel like countertops especially. What is the right, I, I guess there's different materials also with those, but is there a common way to clean those? Um, well, yes, of course. Um, honestly, I always suggest just don't dish soap in a little bit of water and then rinse them off. But like you said, there's different materials where like if it's quartz, marble, granite, then you have to be very careful. So my suggestion is always ask what your countertops are made of, what's the material, and then go to the store and buy specifically for what, you know, a cleaning product specifically for what you have at home. Like mm -hmm. don't just do any multi-purpose cleaner or all or any all surface cleaner because you will ruin them. I mean, you will like uh, remove the shine from them and just kind of cut their life short. So just research and Method, which is one of the brands that they sell at Target, has some really good countertop polishes and cleaners. Okay. When you're cleaning them, do you prefer paper towels, a cloth, those like one use wipes? Do you have preferences in those? I hate the one use wipes. <laughs> I, sorry, it's a huge thing for me. <laughs> when it comes, and, and that reminded me of about the stainless steel. If you ever see the stainless steel wipes, don't get them. They're the worst thing ever. They are so not cost effective. There's, it's just so much more mess because you're throwing away the wipes. I usually right. prefer for countertops uh, a microfiber cloth. Uh, something that is soft and will not scratch and something that you can wash and reuse. Okay. All right. We're going to move on to the next part of the house. In your kitchen, I mean, there's a lot of parts of the kitchen, so I'm sure you can go for like an hour about that. But maybe we'll focus on like dried spills on the fridge or on the stove or just those like things that you're not even sure what it is that got dried on. What are some of your tips for that? Okay. So some of my tips for that is go buy the Lysol like multi-purpose cleaner and then dilute it, like buy the big gallon of it. And I know like with the pandemic and everything, it's been really hard to find cleaning supplies, but thankfully I have been able to find them at like Home Depot, Lowe's, and then Target recently. But see, this is the thing. People don't think about going to Home Depot to buy cleaning supplies. So they're usually more stocked up. Like mm -hmm. they have more stock and because people don't usually go there to buy, like they'll go to Target, Walmart, or just whatever grocery store, yeah. you know? So any multi-purpose cleaner, but Lysol disinfects, which is a big difference, um, even when it's diluted. So just get a little bit of that diluted with some water, spray it on, leave it in there. My, this is the thing. you got to work smarter, not harder. So yeah. leave it in there soaking go do something else and then come back and just wipe it off. Wipe it off. You make it sound so easy. I love it. 
Okay, so I have a listener question, which actually is another guest from my podcast. So this is from listener Jazzy. She wants to know, is white vinegar actually the best thing to clean kitchens? Oh, my goodness. I was afraid for this. (laughs) I feel like you haven't named white vinegar once in this podcast so far. So my guess is no. (laughs) Oh, see, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to level with you. I agree that white vinegar will work for some things, for hard water deposit on your water faucets, for disinfecting your fruits, and maybe wiping off your countertops, whatever you want to do it. But if you go actually to the CDC website, you will see that vinegar is not listed as a good disinfectant. It doesn't kill like worms, bacteria, viruses, none of that. So again, will it work for some things? Yes, I do actually use it for some things, especially to get like hard water from water faucets, but it's not my one and be all product. Like people, mm-hmm. you know, have it. They have vinegar as a very high center for me. I'll I take it or leave it to be honest we're more about dawn dish soap and scrub daddy yes (laughs) (laughs) all right now for the part of the interview that I have been dying to cover which is the weirdest thing I'll probably ever say in my life but bathroom cleaning (laughs) oh my goodness yes that is a huge thing yes let's talk about it especially the toilet and the shower First of all, how often are you supposed to clean that? And and I I know whatever your answer is, I'm not doing it as frequently as you're about to say. Um, And then if you can go into the best ways to clean them, um, whichever appliance you want to go with first, take it away. For sure, for sure. Okay, so there is an order that you have to clean your bathroom in, which people don't know. They'll just tackle the toilet because it's the nastiest thing. Well, surprisingly, it's the last thing that you're supposed to be cleaning in your bathroom because it's the nastiest thing. (laughs) So you're supposed to start with the cleanest thing in your bathroom, which is usually like either your sinks or your bathtub. And then you go to your shower and then you go to your toilet last always last and the reason why is because I well I do have like different cleaning supplies and rags and brushes for everything but most people don't they'll reuse the same thing they use for their sink for their toilet so you don't want to be cross-contaminating and if you are then at least you're passing the germs from your sink which are not the worst to your toilet Mm -hmm. you know what I mean instead of like the fecal from your toilet to your sink so there is an order And for like the actual cleaning, I would say just the frequency is is probably more astonishing than you think. I clean in my own house, my toilet, maybe like three times a week, but a good deep cleaning, it's supposed to happen at least once a week, at least. Yeah, I had a feeling you're going to say a number like that. Okay. Yeah, once a week, the whole thing. I mean, the whole shebang. You have to do like the light fixtures and always. Oh, God, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. So, <laughs> yes. So, people, when they think about, hey, okay, I'm going to clean my bathroom, they'll clean the shower, the sink, and like the mirror, the toilet, be done with it. Right. But then, what about the cabinets? What about like the light fixtures at the top, the crown molding? So, you're supposed to start mm-hmm. dusting like the air vents. So, always start from the top and work your way down. Okay. So, because all the dust that will come down, you know, you haven't done like anything that's you know, on the floor. So it will get clean eventually, but you don't want to clean the whole thing, vacuum and mop and then be like, oh, you know what? Let me dust that AC vent at the top and make a whole mess. (laughs) You know, it doesn't make any sense. So I always start from the top, work my way down. And one of the most forgotten places in a bathroom for sure is the light fixtures. Like 
nobody cares about them. Nobody remembers that they exist. And so they're just in there, just, you know, having a bunch of dust on them. So yeah, I think that would be my answer. When it comes to the shower, what is the best way? Because I know sometimes like hair gets in the drain and things like that. Do you have any tips for, I don't know, just like making it less disgusting in a shower? I guess. Oh my goodness. I'm going to give you a tip that most people will think it's crazy, but I have learned that it's very, very useful. So when we clean showers, we vacuum the shower first which is like, why? But you want to get rid of all the hair. Of course, if it's not wet, if it's wet, then your vacuum will get ruined. But if it's like, if the shower is not wet, but there's a bunch of hair and stuff, we just kind of run the vacuum along. We just take the stick and and vacuum the shower. And then it's so much easier to clean because you're not swiping hair from one side to the other, you know? Mm -hmm. And then my other thing is take everything out of your shower and pull it out. Like, let's not be lazy. I feel like (laughs) I see so many people try to clean around things. You're actually making your life harder if, you know, by doing that, than if you just completely removed everything, wipe it off, clean it, and then put everything back. So I think that would be my tip. Vacuum and take everything off your shower. Yeah. Well, you mentioned vacuum. I'd love to kind of cover that for a moment. Um, It's probably not possible for you to explain how to clean the vacuum because that is also an adult task that I learned the hard way by dumping the dust all over myself. Uh, But do you have any other just advice, whether it's something to help with that or um, just with using a vacuum properly? Yeah. So my advice would be like you said, cleaning your vacuum, like, and again, like you said, I don't think I can explain completely how to do it. And because every vacuum is different, right? So like, Mm -hmm. exactly how I do it on mine might not be exactly how you will do it on yours. Mm -hmm. But the principle is the same, you want to completely dismantle it, you want to run run some water through it, a little bit of soap, a little disinfectant. And and this is the the key part, you have to leave it to dry. Uh, for like a full 24 hours at least you don't want to use it while it's still wet wash the filters leave them to dry the filters take a long time to dry so I would say just be patient with that don't put them in the dryer and yeah a good maintaining of your vacuum and invest in a vacuum I see people that I mean I agree we all have different budgets but when you go for the $50 vacuums, you will have to replace that thing in maybe like less than a year. Mm-hmm. So I say just save a little more. There's awesome sales for like Black Friday and things like that. Like there's always sales going on. So like yeah. I say that you can get like a $300 vacuum for $150, a good investment for sure. Okay. What about the bristles that are on a vacuum? Because I know when I look at that, that is a horror zone because there is hair and everything else basically just the same thing we were talking about the sponges earlier it is just like you don't want to get near it do you have tricks for making that less disgusting yeah especially if in your house you have somebody with long beautiful hair (laughs) the hair will get trapped in that role and it's like you said it's disgusting it looks like something out of a horror movie so my best tip is just get a pair of scissors put some gloves on if you're disgusted by it and (laughs) then start cutting through that and then just kind of unravel it and it will be so much easier than if you just try to pull it. So cut through it and then pull it up and Mm -hmm. it's going to be so much easier. And also wash the roll for goodness sake. (laughs) (laughs) Well, speaking of hair getting caught and stuff, uh, do you have any tips when it comes to cleaning floors, whatever the material might be? 
I think it's important to understand that there's a bunch of different types of floors and they all require different cleaning needs, you know, different mm -hmm. products and different things. You don't want to just say, hey, you know what, use this and then people think that you can use it in every type of floor. Right. But I would say for sure, like a good cleaning schedule for it. Make it a habit to vacuum at least three to four times a week. Like in my house, I vacuum maybe three times a week during the week, but then Saturdays or Sundays, one or the other, not both. I'm not crazy. <laughs> we get our, we give our house like a good deep clean. I mean, we move the furniture, we go like in the corners and everything. So it doesn't seem as overwhelming when you're doing it more often, you know? Do you think it's best to have a cleaning schedule or should you just kind of do a little bit of cleaning every day as you go? Or should there be like a big haul of cleaning your house? Okay, that is a, a great question, actually. And the answer is, it depends on who's asking. Because if you're somebody who is disciplined, and you like cleaning, and you already know that you're supposed to clean every so often, then I don't think you need one. I think that that will come naturally for you. But if you're the opposite, and you hate cleaning, you forget about it, you miss places, you lack motivation, you don't have the time for it, then I definitely suggest a cleaning schedule, which is super exciting because I'm actually working on one myself to make available for like my followers and my subscribers. So because that's like my number one most asked question, like Vanessa, share your cleaning schedule. Yeah. And it's not like I will share mine because mine is specific just to me because it's catered to my needs because I right. work full time. I have a husband, I have dogs, you know, I have other responsibilities. So like I cater it to me, but I will make one that is like for general purposes and like most people can use. And so at least you don't forget that there's this places that need your attention like the top of your cabinets or like your baseboards, the top of your fan and just places like that. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to do just one last question. I'll let you kind of decide which one has your best advice since we're running out of time here. So when it comes to cleaning, we can pick whichever one you want when it comes to maybe like your screen. So like your TV, your computer um, or windows or maybe like your couch or walls. Um, if you have any really quick last minute tips, or maybe if you want to run through all real fast, do you have any quick tips on those? Okay, for TVs, first of all, never clean your TV with Windex. Crazy to me that people do it. Windex has ammonia. Ammonia in TVs are just a no-no. Just dilute some alcohol in some water and then spray it on a soft microfiber towel. Wipe it off. You're good to go. Make sure your TV is off and it's not hot. So that is for TVs. For walls, people should be washing their walls at least every six months or at least every year. Like, you know, oh at least. Gosh, I have never <laughs> cleaned a wall. Yes. And like a super quick tip is don't start with a rag because it will take you ages and forever. Just get a mop that you use only for walls. And like there's mops that you can in, like interchange the head. So have a head on your mop that's only for your walls and then mop your walls in your house. Um, and it's super easy. You can use any disinfectant you like or even just a little Dawn dish soap and then go ahead. You will be surprised how much dirt, grease, body odor and just stuff gets in there on the walls. And I know you didn't ask me about this, but mattresses. I wanna share that we should all be cleaning our mattresses at least once a year, which when I share this piece of information with people, they're shocked and they're like, but what do you mean about your mattress? So like, because of the studies that have been shown, 
like the average human being sweats about a cup of sweat every single night. And so all of that, yeah, exactly. And imagine if you sleep with like your husband or your wife, um, then that's two cups of sweat that are going into your mattress (laughs) every single night. And I know I get people telling me, Vanessa, I don't think we sweat that much. Like that is an exaggeration, but I don't think we realize that we're sweating. It's just a natural, normal thing that our body does. And so mattresses should be clean every single year, vacuum, throw a little baking soda in it, just, you know, do it, do it. Yes. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Okay. Well, I'm glad you made sure we got that one in there. Yes. Uh, Very disgusting last question to have for you. Okay. I actually do have one last question, and I guess it kind of relates to what you do for work. Do you think, and and this is from the perspectives of of someone who just does not enjoy cleaning or is very overwhelmed by how frequently we're supposed to really be cleaning, should you just, like, hunker down and clean? Or when when can you make the decision that you should just hire someone to do it for you and get it off your back? I think that if you got into the point where you look at your house and you think, I need help, go get that help. You should not be ashamed of asking for help, whether you can afford a housekeeper, which is amazing, but not everybody can. And if you can't and you're just overwhelmed, maybe you're dealing with depression, anxiety, um, whatever it is that you're dealing with. Maybe you went through the loss of a loved one and you're going through a really hard time in your life, get help call your best friend, call your mom, call your sister, call your neighbor, whoever you feel comfortable with showing them your house, tell them, Hey, like, please help me. Let's do this together because most likely you will never get to it on your own. Mm -hmm. So get the help. Don't be ashamed to hire a cleaning service. Or like I said, even calling your best friends, they should not judge you. And so I feel like if you've gotten to the point where you look at your house and you don't know where to start, that is a good indication that you need help. I am so glad I asked that question then. I I expected you to be like, "Uh, I don't know if you have the money, go get it. But no, that was a beautiful answer. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, Well, for those who want more cleaning hacks or maybe even want to have you or someone you know help with their cleaning service opportunities, how can they stay in touch with you and learn more from you? Awesome. Yes. So like my handles are a little bit different, but I will show you that for TikTok, my name, or you can find me at Vane or Vani Amaro 91. And for Instagram, I'm just at Amaro's Cleaning. That's it. Perfect. And I would have totally pronounced your last name properly, but I cannot make that R sound whatsoever. (laughs) But you're good because the guy who married my husband and I, uh, he told me that he was practicing our last name for weeks, but when the day of our wedding, he called us Mr. and Mrs. Armando, which oh, is not no. even close to Amado. <laughs> so if I can for- forgive him, I can certainly forgive you, Amanda. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Uh, well, thank you for helping wipe away our uncertainty about house cleaning. For those of you listening, I'm going to thank you with this little joke. Do you know why I threw out my vacuum? It was just collecting dust. (laughs) See you all next week. I hope this episode helped. Please subscribe, rate, and review to support the podcast. And follow along for more hacks, tips, and failed attempts on Instagram at HowDidIGetThisFarPod. Well, that's as far as we will get for now. I'm Amanda Ogan. Thanks for listening.